Hello friends, welcome to the After Hours Lounge. Welcome back if you're a regular listener. I mean, I say that, I haven't been a regular podcaster, so realistically, uh, there aren't many regular listeners out there. But yeah, thank you for uh, for being here. Uh, as I said, my name is Sandy. I am your host here at the After Hours Lounge, and it has been a minute. Um, and I suppose the, the focus of this podcast is to explain why it has been a minute. I say a minute, it's been about six months. Uh, the last episode I put out, I think, was end of March, early April. Um, and yeah, I haven't haven't done much podcast stuff since then and I suppose whilst I believe in transparency everything like that I'm also not going to talk you know too in too much detail I feel like I've got other things to to talk about um but yeah uh, a, a colossal life change for me um you know things things have changed quite a lot not, again not going to get into it a huge amount but um but yeah now so uh now I'm kind of traveling uh, and living living everywhere here there and everywhere uh, so it's been quite difficult to kind of pin down to do some podcasts but also if I'm honest um, I realized that I needed to work on my own uh, mental health and well-being and just yeah well-being before I decide to sit down and start having conversations with other people about how they live their lives and things I thought I need to sort out my own house before I go into someone else's if, if that makes sense probably a shit analogy but um, but yeah so that's that's what I've been doing for the last six months it's really trying to wrap my head around this new way of living uh, that I've got to become accustomed to and um, and yeah that's kind of how it's gone and with that uh, I thought what I would do with this episode, coming back into the podcast, I'm going to be getting back to regular programming. Uh, I'm currently in Brazil. We're going to be doing some really exciting kind of in-person podcasts with a couple of my friends, um, you know, quite quite similar to this, but a little bit of a different a different kind of spin on it. It's going to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more lighthearted, but still touching on some of the issues that have become synonymous with the After Hours Lounge, you know, all that mental health stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to be putting those out in the next few weeks, but I thought I'd do a bit of an intro, get back into this, and also from a personal point of view, it's quite nice for me to just get used to, you know, doing this podcasting thing again, um, you know, without having anyone else trying to rely on me, I can just kind of talk at the computer and talk at you guys in your ears, uh, and hopefully you guys are going to enjoy it. So the purpose of this one is, I suppose, the five top kind of lessons and things that I've been really uh, kind of cornerstones that I've been I've been looking after myself with in the last few months. Um, yeah, as I said, it's been a very tough time. I took a break. Um, you know, I've kind of given given you the reasons behind that. But I think what's more important is 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 looking forward. And this is actually something really interesting. So I, I've been in therapy quite a lot this year. Um, I recently stopped in the last month or two, um, and have actually instead of having a therapist, I now have a mentor um to you know for my for my kind of career and all all a lot of aspects of my life everything I do basically I now have a mentor um and I was speaking to a friend the other day uh Dan big uh, big shout out Dan designed the logo and everything for the podcast um I was speaking to Dan the other day and we were talking about therapy and and now the fact that I have a mentor and all this stuff and we were kind of saying how therapy is amazing but it, it requires a lot of looking backwards and I think to a certain point you kind of get to a a level where you go right I'm of course, you, you still need to look back and reflect and all that stuff, but there's a certain amount of now I need to actually start looking forwards. Um, and to me, I thought actually having a, a mentor and things, not only will it kind of give me a bit of a kick up the ass and potentially make me a bit more accountable, you know, suddenly I'm I'm paying someone to mentor me and take me through and show me how to move forward. If I suddenly don't act on all that stuff, it's not just me I'm letting down, it's someone else. And it's also just a waste of everyone's time. So it's made me a bit more accountable, but also it's forced me to spend a bit more time looking forwards uh, rather than kind of looking back on on pain, essentially. 
so that's that's something interesting and I'd be really interested to know whether that's been something that maybe rings true with some of you guys you know whether you've been in therapy or anything like that but yeah I've stopped therapy for the time being and like I said I'm now now working with this mentor and, and kind of looking forwards that doesn't mean I'm not taking the time myself uh, to kind of reflect on on the things that have happened this year or just throughout my life um, you know I think that's definitely still very important but I think you don't need to focus on that all of the time um, so yeah that's just something I, that I thought was quite interesting and something that may have rung true with some of you uh, but yeah let's get on to the five lessons that I have learned in the last six months now these are not necessarily lessons they're kind of quotes that I've held on to things like that um, ones that ones that have stuck with me uh, and I hope that they can help you first one this is actually from Ted Lasso. If any of you follow the Instagram or anything like that, I have I have watched Ted Lasso all the way through three times this year. Uh, that probably tells you what, what a bad time I've had. It's just such an enthusiastic, um, positive show about how men especially should behave and act uh, both with each other, but just with, with everyone in general. Um, and it's been it's been a real um, a real warm hug for me uh, rewatching that show. Um, but yeah, so the the quote from that is um, it's Ted giving a, a speech to the team when they've lost a game, but it, it it rang really true with me. And it's fairy tales never start or end in the dark forest; they're always smack bang in the middle of the story. Uh, that might sound a bit silly, but I think you can take take the meaning from it. The fairy tales never start or end in the dark forest; that part is always smack bang in the middle of the story. So if you feel like you are in the dark forest, which I'm not going to lie, I, I definitely still do feel like I'm in the dark forest. I think taking solace and knowing uh, that generally you don't start or end in the dark forest. Most specifically, the story your story is not going to end in the dark forest. You are going to find your way out of the dark forest and out somewhere a lot lighter and a lot nicer to be. Um, and I think that's a huge lesson that you can take from it. And and there's all this stuff as well. And, you know, everything, you know, resilience is built essentially in the dark forest. Um and for me, it's been, you know, whilst I'm in the dark forest, all, all it is is just taking it one day at a time. And I know that sounds so cliche and so stupid, but I mean, cliches are cliches for a reason because they work. Um, taking it one day at a time, slowing down. Uh, I was chatting to my dad recently and he said there was something my granddad used to say. This is not a lesson, by the way. I'm going on a tangent, but we'll circle back. Um, my granddad had a bit of a, a motto and that was festina lente, which is make haste slowly. So move, move forward with what you're planning on doing um, and, and move with purpose, but don't move too fast because uh, I think you, so you, you, have to, you have to take it step by step and take it slowly. If you try and skip a load of steps and go too quick, you're going you're gonna to fall over. You're going to trip over something on your way out of the dark forest. So I think taking it step by step, but also knowing and have that into your core, into your being, know that you are going to find your way out of the dark forest and that is not going to be the end of your story. Uh, is you hopelessly lost so yeah that's that's quite a big quote that has come from me I realize I've mined every it's like a GCSE English class me taking that quote and mining all that out of it but it really rang true with me uh, and yeah hopefully it's help, helps you guys as well uh, next lesson this is a real tough one and I might get a little bit of flack for this one because it might seem like I'm being a bit unfair uh, I feel like I've kind of been on both ends of this but on a very specific end uh, I actually, I kind of wrote wrote this one myself, uh, and it is quite a savage one, but yeah, again, I think it's important. Uh, just because you're sad doesn't mean that you need to make everyone else around you sad, especially those that you love. Um, this is a big thing. This is like one of the biggest lessons I've learned this year, is that I 
through this podcast and everything like that, I have always been the first one to be very vocal about how my mental health is affecting me. Uh, I've always been the first to say, I'm feeling really anxious right now. I'm feeling really nervous. I'm, I'm, I had a panic attack yesterday or I'm about to have a panic attack. I can, you know, I've always been very open about that stuff. I think what I haven't been open about or what I haven't recognized is how that has affected the people around me, especially the people that are very close to me. Um, and just essentially, it, it's so difficult because it's such a fine line. Any of you out there that have, you know, either suffered with, you know, depression, things like that, or been around people who suffer with depression, at the end of the day, they can suck all the fun out of a situation sometimes. And it can be extremely hard to deal with. And I think the person suffering from depression, and again, this is controversial, I think they need to have a certain amount of agency of knowing, right, I either need to remove myself from the situation because I'm going to bring all the other people down around me or I need to put in a bit more work and try and work out why I'm feeling like this and and take myself out of that part of my brain to be present where I am and that's been like the big biggest thing I mean it, it mo- it'll move on to a lesson uh, number four uh, that I'll talk about later on um, but essentially for me it's been like staying super present um, and recognizing what I have around me uh, I kind of close my eyes, take a couple of deep breaths, open my eyes again and look around and be like, right, look look where you are. You don't need to be sad right now. I think when we struggle with depression, often we're actually we're looking for reasons to be sad. Um, and that can be particularly exhausting for those around you, uh, whether it's your friends, family, your partner, anything like that. that. That can be extremely difficult. And I think even if you can just have that awareness of how how that can affect the people around you, and they can be super sympathetic, and I'm sure they are, and that's amazing. But equally, potentially, they might be putting on a brave face. And I think it's just really important that if you are suffering with anxiety, depression, everything like that, um, it, it, it's about no one else is going to do the work for you. This is potentially a bit of tough love. Uh, and this is for me coming out of I, I'm currently in the best place mentally I've ever been in, uh, in terms of how I feel about myself. Um, and that's potentially because I've put up some robust frames around me and within my life to beat it any time that that ugly dog rears its head um i can i can beat it back down and that's through things like as i said you know i've got these kind of frames i close my eyes take a couple of deep breaths open them again look around and i'll go right three things that i can see right now that i'm i'm grateful for so for example i'm in brazil at the moment uh you know if i'm feeling a bit down or anything like that i'm sitting at the beach i will close my eyes few deep breaths open them and I'll look around and I'll go, right, I have people I love next to me. I'm in a beautiful place and I have a drink in front of me that's cold. It's sim- silly things like that. Oh, my, my AirPods are fully charged so I can listen to music on the way to the beach. By taking those those really little things, it, it's been able for me to stop looking for things to be sad about. And I've reframed it and now I'm looking for things to be happy about instead. And through that, I think that helps your relationships with the people around you. Um, quite a big one potentially controversial uh but it's really helped me uh and i'd love again you know leave me a comment message me on instagram at the after hours lounge if you guys have got something to say about this because i realize it can be quite a tough what tough pill to swallow uh it was a pill i had to swallow earlier this year um but i think having that awareness is super important it's good to be aware of your own mental health but it's equally as important to be aware of how your mental health affects those around you lesson number two okay Lesson number three. This is quite a new one for me. Uh, I actually, I've been listening to, 
I go through phases. Sometimes I just want to listen to like books and fantasy and escape this world. You know, listen to things about films, whatever. And then other times I go on this mad like self-development binge where I just want to listen to like podcasts about how to be a better person. So recently I've been listening to a lot of Modern Wisdom, uh, which is Chris Williamson, who he's a real like North Star for me. I think he, he gets very intense about things, which is great. It's not necessarily my, my kind of style, but um, I really love the conversations he has. And I think he's a he's a great guy. Uh, I know there's a lot of controversy around him as well, but, you know, whatever. For me, I, I really respect him and I really appreciate all the conversations he has. And uh, lesson number three, a recent one for me. Enjoy being while you are in the process of becoming. Um, this is something that I'm kind of applying to every aspect of my life, but something that's I think I, I've always known about with that is is the be- the greatest metaphor for me that I can take from that throughout my life has been pursuing my passions and, and windsurfing. So windsurfing has been my biggest passion, but equally in the last couple of years, getting into Brazilian jiu-jitsu or doing a lot more surfing as well. Um, you know, ha- having this passion that all I want to do is be really, really, really good at it. Uh, and actually for me in, in windsurfing, windsurfing is the sport I would kind of say like I am quite good at. Um, so for me, but like looking back at it, the, the happiest I ever was windsurfing was when I was learning my first couple of tricks. I was way happier with windsurfing then than I, than I am now, now that I can do all those tricks I ever dreamt of. Um, and I think it's really important to to enjoy that process. Uh, while you're while you're trying to climb the mountain and get to the top, uh, it's really important to enjoy the way up. Um, you know, enjoy enjoy the views from there uh, instead of just focusing on getting getting to the top all the time. You know, you hear all these stories about guys who start businesses or whatever, and they get to the top, and then suddenly they'll oh, win a world title in whatever, and then they kind of turn around and they go, right, well, that that's that then. You know, it, it's never going to be that that huge rush, that huge moment that you think it is. It's just not. So actually, I think it's really important to enjoy that process. Whatever it is you're trying to do, build, achieve, um, make sure that you are taking time to uh, enjoy the process of being uh, while you're in the process of becoming. Uh, it's a bit, bit of a quick one there, but, you know, quite quite a new lesson for me, if I'm honest. Like, it's weird when, for me talking about these, like, I'm still trying to figure them out as well. You know, the, the meaning of these lessons change for me on the daily, depending on how I feel that day. Um, but by having, I've got the five of them written down in my notes app. If you, if you're unsure, if you're feeling a bit frazzled and you've got too much in your brain, get on your notes app and just start writing stuff down. I know if you've listened to Matthew McConaughey on, you know, Green Lights, his book all about journaling, stuff like that. I don't necessarily do journaling, uh, but I write stuff in my notes app every single day, whether it's a quote that I've heard on a podcast or a random thought, or I have my checklist of, I have a daily checklist. I used to have a weekly checklist. I changed it to daily checklist about a year ago because you get more wins out of it. If you, you can put like the stupidest things on your daily checklist, like buy more, buy more ketchup, buy more toothpaste. You get to take something else off and you get another small little win. So the more things you can take off during a day, the better. So yeah, that's a, another hot little tip for you. That's not a lesson, but yeah, you can have that one for free. Um, so yeah, lesson number three, enjoy being while you're in the process of becoming. That's that one. Okay, lesson number four. This is like, this is my biggest one and uh, that I've been thinking about in the last few months. I actually posted on my personal Instagram um, a couple of weeks ago, just filmed a little video of, of myself walking along the beach. Uh, and it's a very simple one. And again, I think this comes from Modern Wisdom. I think it comes from Chris Williamson, but I've heard loads of people say it. It's a very common one. Uh, and lesson number four is, be where your feet are. Be where your feet are. So often we are in our heads and we are not present where we are. We're thinking, we're either worried about the, the, the future um, or we are 
concerned with the past uh, and thinking about what we have done or thinking about what we need to do. Uh, and our brain, our mind is very, very rarely where our feet are. Uh, and for me, I have found myself becoming a much more satisfied uh, whole person by trying to spend as much of my day as possible being where my feet are. Uh, even I, I appreciate it's very easy to look and go, oh, Sandy's in Brazil, he's in paradise and all this. I don't necessarily mean it like that. I don't mean, yeah, cool, I can, it's much easier for me to be where my feet are because I'm on a beautiful tropical beach in, you know, barefoot and walking around. I, I understand that. I, I don't necessarily mean a, a physical place. I mean, just like be where your feet are at that moment. So if you're at the gym, focus on being at the gym. Don't think, oh, after the gym, I've got to go and I've got to go and do this and I've got these meetings and then I've got, I'm seeing family tonight and I've got this to do and I've got that to do. Be where your feet are. I suppose it comes back to one, one game at a time, which is like my biggest thing I preach, but I suppose be where your feet are is potentially a bit of a nicer way of saying it because it, to me, it's all, there's also a huge gratitude element in it. Um, but I think it's all about staying present. Uh, and again, it's, you know what I said earlier, close your eyes, take a couple of deep breaths, open your eyes and do three, three things you're grateful for and really sit and, and, you know, sit in where exactly where you are at that point. Um, something I do, and this sounds really silly. Um, when I feel like I, you, you sometimes need like, uh, you, you need something to like almost focus on to like bring you back to where, where you actually are. So like by moving your body or something like that, sometimes I'll just like wiggle all my toes, whether I'm like barefoot on a beach in Brazil, or if I'm sitting on a train wearing my trainers, um, I, I kind of like wiggle all, wiggle all my toes and stuff. And it kind of brings you back into your body. Uh, if I find my brain is starting to go into like spiral, anxiety frustration worried about this thinking about that i go now let's let's come come back to where i am now and kind of hit the reset button um that's something you can do anything that brings you back into your body uh you know some i've heard people some people like will talk about they'll have like something to fiddle with in their pocket um you know any, anything like that, that that brings you back but yeah be be where your feet are that's been a really valuable one for me um and then finally, lesson number five, this is like a bit of a personal one for me, um, but I I think it definitely applies to, to any, anyone out there who's like got a passion or something that they enjoy doing, which, I mean, if, you, if, you've, if you've got one of those, you're instantly winning. So many people just don't have anything that they, they're interested in that they care about beyond going to the pub with their mates on a Friday or Saturday night. And I think if, if, you, um, if you're struggling with that, and you're kind of, you know, wondering what that is, get into a sport, get into an activity, find something that you enjoy doing. That will make a colossal difference. Um, but lesson number five is uh, there is no need to pile high stakes onto something you choose to do in order for relaxation. Um, so, yeah, kind of you want, for me, it's windsurfing. And I think for too long, I put such high stakes on my windsurfing something I love doing. I put so so much pressure on myself to be good at this thing because I felt like I had to be good at it in order for people to respect me. And actually, people are going to respect you a lot more if you're just, in, if you enjoy what you're doing. People like seeing other people enjoying stuff. You know, you go on Instagram and you see like that, that girl making uh, little tray bakes, making cakes and stuff, and she's smiling and having a great time. Or you watch a video of like, people learning to ski or build lego or anything like that if they're smiling and having a good time you look at them and you're like oh that looks pretty cool but if if you watch a video of 
someone trying to do something or enjoying something and actually they're just getting really frustrated and beating themselves up about it it kind of really puts you off um and i think the biggest thing it, it puts yourself off you know for me and i found for me in the last in the last few months like since june i, I, w- I was in greece for about eight weeks in the summer uh, and I, I went to greece with a mindset of i really don't care about uh necessarily improving at, at windsurfing the sport i love everything uh, I don't care about improving out. All I want to do is enjoy it and use that as an outlet for me to uh, bring myself back to, to life, essentially. Um, so I, I kind of went out there and then something funny happened. I went to I went there and I ended up windsurfing better than I ever have. And I actually improved and landed a new move for the first time in over a year and things. So it was quite funny that the minute I took the pressure off and I applied a... Uh, I got into that flow state. So many people talk about the flow state. Get into a flow state and that really kind of relaxes you. If you can get into that, that flow state doing something you love, it makes a big difference. And I was never in that flow state. I haven't been in that flow state with windsurfing for a very long time. But I feel like I managed to achieve it and now I am. And as soon as you get into that, the stakes disappear. You're fully relaxed and you can actually enjoy the thing for what the thing does for you. Um, and unless you're earning a career from it, unless you're a full pro athlete, you know, that's the source of your income is how good you are at a sport. I really don't think you need to be stressed about it. I think it's more important that you're enjoying your time uh, with with other people as well. You know, in Brazil at the moment, I'm sailing with my, my one of my best friends, Sam. We've never, we haven't done a trip together for seven or eight years. And just being with him on the water every day, he doesn't have to go in and go to work anytime soon. Neither do I. And just being on the water with him is just so much fun. Um, so I think that if you if you can, yeah, take off the high stakes... Uh, in what you what you enjoy doing and just let yourself ease into it and enjoy it uh, it will make a huge difference to your mental well-being so that's it that is my five lessons I have actually really enjoyed doing this podcast made me realize why I love doing this uh, it's the first podcast I've done for about six months as I said um, I'm really excited for what we've got coming up I'm going to be doing as I said some uh, in-person episodes out here in Brazil uh, with a couple of the boys uh, it's going to be a, a bit more kind of funny relatable um, but still covering all these all these things you know we've got um, uh, all of my friends have kind of been through uh, their own individual issues uh, so there's a lot of ground to cover um, I hope you guys are still listening I hope you guys are still here I don't really take a look at numbers or anything like that but obviously I haven't put an episode out for a while so hope you're all still around you still all seem to be around on Instagram so I hope that you guys listen to it I hope you enjoy it um, and yeah let me know as well let's open this up a little bit as I always say the more we all talk the easier it becomes so head over to the Instagram at the after hours lounge or my personal Instagram at Sandy Clunas uh, drop me a DM, let me know which of these lessons may help you. Uh, and if you've got any lessons that you'd like to recommend as well, I'll perhaps try and do one of these solo episodes each month. I know I started doing that this year with the sofa sessions, so I may try and bring that back because um, the response was, was really good for these uh, solo, solo episodes. Uh, but yeah, that is it for me. Uh, have a good one and we will see you for the next one.